0: <laughs> uh, I can't help but smile every time that starts. It makes me so happy. Uh. <laughs> how are you guys doing? Uh, how are you guys doing? It's me, Andrew, once again, uh, Andrew Carroll. Oh, you just breathe with me. Oh, just breathe. It's such a beautiful day. It was such a beautiful day. It's dark out now. You can't see. I'm not moving the camera. But, yeah, it's dark out right now. Such an amazing day. I went to a great training class. Uh, got some experience with some some new stuff that was... Uh, man, I'm telling you, my, my Ashe All Day podcast network is real it's happening uh the bad sex show just made some incredible connections today that you are gonna want to check that out that's gonna be an amazing show uh and since you're here you already know that ashe all day is an amazing show yeah it's so good to have you back with me thank you so much oh man So what did you guys do this this beautiful day? It rained here in Seattle. It sure did. Yeah, I went down for a walk in Pike's Place Market. Always a good time. It was uh, a little drizzly, but I did that before I had to go to the training class that I went to. Not had to go, but was blessed to go to the training class that I attended. And I'll just tell you that right now, uh, it was the Beginning Dungeon Monitor Training Program. And that was put on by the Dungeon Monitor's resource group. And I've gotta say, blew me away, (laughs) truly. Uh, Totally trauma-informed. The instructors were phenomenal. So much experience at an incredibly high level in their field. And all of them coming from their hearts. And as I go on this explorative journey into this arena to do research for the Bad Sex Show, um, you know, I've got a couple things going on. I wanna make sure that I have an open mind. I wanna make sure that I am acknowledging any preconceived bias I might have. And I want to pay attention to my intuition. I want to make sure that if my body or my spirit comes up and says, "Uh uh-uh, or yes, that I'm honoring that. And today it was all yeses. It was an incredibly diverse group of people in some ways and not diverse at all in others, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited to play to my edges. Um, Maybe get involved in some edge play. I don't know, but that is all a conversation for the bad sex show so if you want to check that out those episodes will be coming out soon and like i said i am working on coordinating uh, episode recording sessions with the three instructors from the dungeon monitor resource group which is a phenomenal organization so you're gonna want to check that out but today on ashe all day ashe all day I i smile every time i say that We're gonna be talking about spiritual bypassing because that is a teaching that has come up for me in a big way this week, and it was incredibly impactful. So before we get into that, I'm gonna invite you to drop in with me. So if you have me on camera, if you're watching this video, go ahead and make eye contact with me. Right here, be right here with me. And if you're listening in the car, keep your eyes open just be with me. Be with this voice. We're going to take a big breath in and as we release we're going to soften the eyes. We're going to soften the jaw. We're going to keep our eyes open if we're driving but we're going to soften the face. we're gonna let go as we exhale of any tension that we feel come up in our bodies and as we inhale in this next breath we're all gonna just bring in that infinite love that is our birthright and again as we release we're gonna go ahead and give love back to the universe and the people that are in our lives and our tribe and our community and ourselves I love you, family. So, today we're going to be talking about spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing. So, what is it? Well, it's pretty simple. Spiritual bypassing is literally bypassing, walking by, not honoring feelings that could be labeled as bad or negative that you don't want to deal with, that you don't want to feel. And in lieu of being present with those and honoring those, what you end up doing is toxic positivity or distraction or coping. And you're labeling it as a good practice because you're spiritual now and you've got it all figured out and nothing can shake you because the universe conspires for you. And a lot of that's true. (laughs) but there's got to be balance, right? If we're living dualistically, black and white, good and bad, this and that, we're putting ourselves in a position of possible disappointment, of having expectations of all these kinds of things, and it makes it a lot harder to surrender to the still small voice, the tug, the pull, the wisdom that is our birthright, that we are in inherently connected to you through generations and generations of teachings and experience and repeats and cycles and circles and all kinds of things. So spiritual bypassing can be really sneaky. I'll share with you that in the experience of a breakup specifically, there is a lot of of times that hurts. (laughs) It hurts a lot. Um, for me, I, I feel that stuff deeply. Um, I really do. I open up my heart. I do my very best to be love in a relationship. And that sometimes comes with, you know, when it's time for that relationship to be over, um, I get hurt and that's totally okay. I'm okay with that. Um, I've learned some other tools and, some ways to love myself even better so that I can protect against that. Um, You know, slowing things down, taking it easy, not having any expectations, staying away from labels, all that kind of stuff. Not, yeah, just feeling things out, going with the flow and relaxing into relationship with a person and seeing what naturally develops versus my old go-to of trying to force my will into the universe and getting the outcome that I demand uh, has been a lot better. It's been a lot better. So I share this with you because recently-ish, I mean, a while ago really, uh experienced a breakup and it hurt a lot. <laughs> it hurt a lot. And I was really present with it for a moment, and then I decided, you know what? Blessings here, blessings there, teachings this, teachings that, and so when those other feelings would come up, feelings that I would label as, I was staying away from good or bad type of stuff, but if it felt yucky, I didn't honor it. If it felt icky, I didn't honor it. If it hurt, I didn't honor it. And what I mean by honor it is that I didn't give it the time and attention that it deserved. I wasn't loving on that experience. I was pushing it away or running by it or trying to rush through it instead of just being present, real present to it. And that's spiritual bypassing. So just really clear and concisely, spiritual bypassing is when um, icky feelings or something that is being in a dualistic state labeled as good You're not being with that and honoring it. Instead, you're focusing on other things. You're coping. You're dissociating. Or maybe you're just hyper-focused on, oh, I got to get back to joy. I got to get back to joy. I got to get back to joy. That's spiritual bypassing. So what can we do about that? What can we really do about spiritual bypassing? And what are some tools and effective techniques to uh, integrate those feelings that come up? Well, first one is just radical acceptance, right? Radical acceptance, surrendering. uh, These are tools, one and the same, two different names. What does it mean to surrender? To me, that means that I take a pause. I slow down. I evaluate the landscape, and I plan my next steps. I open up to creator, and... I move forward when the time is right. I move forward when the time is right. So it can be really hard, guys. It can be really hard to pause in the moment and be present with those feelings as they come up especially if we are in a place where we haven't necessarily freed ourselves from certain coping strategies like maybe alcohol or cannabis or porn, any of that kind of stuff that takes us away from the experience, it can be really hard to get back to. So, As you are looking at these things and you're having this experience and you are surrendering or you are practicing radical acceptance, which is literally being so brutally honest with yourself, ruthlessly committed to that effortless truth, right? Where, yeah, this thing happened. I am really hurt. It does not feel good. I can hold that and be with that as I, at the same time, am saying, like, okay, here are the lessons that came out of this situation for me. This is the experience that I'm having. This is how my reality currently presents itself and the experience that I'm having. These are the sensations. I've got this. That's radical acceptance. And in that, there can be many truths, right? There's there's my experience that I am having. There is the truth of what another person may have told me about their experience and that they are having. Uh, there could be the truth of the work life and the uh, you know maybe you're involved in some education or activities or community or whatever. There are many truths that will be held in a radical acceptance practice, and that is all. Exactly as it's meant to be, and that is the truth of all of it as it is. So, what do you do when there's opposing viewpoints or opposing feelings or opposing stories? In that situation, <laughs> you <laughs> accept it for the way that it is. You can't resist it. You can. but that's going to cause even more problems, and it's going to dig even deeper. So those are two strategies to combat spiritual bypassing because you are accepting the reality of what is in both situations. You're being present to and honoring those feelings and those teachings, but you're not, you're not giving up. You're not giving up. You are still, still, Absolutely participating in life. Even if you slow down for a minute. Even if you slow down for a minute. Sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes being still is the only way forward. To be present with what's coming up. And so when we do this, what we're learning to access and practice is just the ability to be present and divine and mindful and keep it moving. There are so many things that can be difficult. So many feelings that it's easy to say, I don't want to feel that right now. I don't want to deal with that right now. I don't want to be present to this heartache or to this sadness or to this disappointment or these yucky feelings or this loneliness. But what is that really showing you? Are you lonely? Maybe you need to examine new relationships with new people. Maybe you need to find new activities that you're involved in to meet people who like doing the same things that you do. I was in conversation with a friend of mine the other day and it was talking about making friends in adulthood. And I had this story around that, that was, it can be hard to make friends as an adult, which (laughs) might sound pretty funny coming from me. I am well known as a connector. Um, But My friend reflected back to me very lovingly, you know, I don't know if that's true, dude. I feel like if you're doing the things that you like to do, you're going to find the people that you like to hang out with. And that's so true, man. And that right there in that instant, he blessed me with the with the end of a story that I had told myself. And when I became objective and I looked at my life right now, like I've only been in Seattle since the end of January and I'm surrounded by a community and a tribe of people who are just absolutely beautiful and amazing. And I really feel more held and supported than I ever have in so many ways. And this creative space in this city is just so electric. It's so beautiful. So once we are no longer spiritual bypassing, And we're being present in this moment right now. And we practice that. Because we're not going to be perfect right away, are we? Once we start to practice that, life can get a little bit more juicy, a little bit at a time, a little bit more. And as we work those muscles... As we keep it moving, oh, it gets so good, guys! <laughs> it gets so good, like ah. Oh, I'll tell you, I am, I am free of so many things. There are still weeds in my garden, and I pull them out by the root in so many ways. But man, just that freedom is yours. It's meant to be yours. Just look at. Look at what's happening in your life, okay? And here's the homework. Here's the homework. I, I need you to get out a journal, a piece of paper, your phone, a note-taking device, something. And I invite you to sit down and get real honest with yourself. What's up? What is it in my life? What relationship do I have with alcohol, with these? With other people, with cannabis, with pornography, with masturbation, with movement, with food, with coffee and caffeine with whatever, get out your pen and your pad or your phone and your notes app and get real honest with yourself about what those relationships are. How do they impact you? What is going on in those? Because I have a sneaky suspicion that when you do that, you are going to look at that list and be placed in the perfect opportunity to practice radical acceptance and surrender. Get honest with yourself. And I invite you to take one thing off of that list that you're going to attack ruthlessly so that you can there integrate whatever the release of that coping strategy brings back into your life. Because I, I promise you it will return so much energy and so much love and so much goodness. And it might hurt at first. It might hurt at first, but it's worth it. You're worth it. You're all beautiful. I love you so much, family. Take such good care of yourselves.